Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel. And today's show topic was suggested by Max, who wrote, I've heard you talk about prebiotics and probiotics, but I just came across a reference to postbiotics. What are these, and how do they affect our health or nutrition? Well, Max, all three of those terms, prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics, have to do with the trillions of bacteria that live and work in our digestive tracts. Understanding the complex interactions between us and our unseen guests has really become the leading edge of nutrition and health research. Everything we thought we knew about nutrition, digestion, immunity, and metabolism is now being reevaluated through the lens of the microbiome. Who knew that these little critters were so important? So first, let's just sort out some of our terms. Probiotic refers to the bacteria that we might get from foods or supplements that are thought to have beneficial effects in the body. The lactobacillus and bifidobacteria that we get from yogurt, for example, are some of the more common types of probiotic bacteria. Prebiotic refers to the foods that we consume that also provide fuel for the bacteria that inhabit our intestines. And this fuel is mostly in the form of plant fibers from vegetables, grains, and legumes. We humans lack the enzymes to digest these fibers, so they arrive more or less intact in the large intestine. But unlike us, the bacteria living in our large intestine do have the enzymes to digest these fibers. So eating more of those foods can bolster the health and the vitality of your intestinal population. Synbiotic is another term that you might come across, and this refers to a product that combines probiotic bacteria with prebiotic fibers, sort of the way you might buy a product for your lawn that includes both grass seed and plant food to help it grow. Now, postbiotics is a relatively new term, and it's been coined to refer to the metabolic byproducts of those probiotic bacteria. And metabolic byproducts is really sort of a cleaned up way of saying waste products. But it just goes to show that one organism's trash is another organism's treasure. These bacteria produce and excrete compounds into our digestive tracts that seem to be responsible for many of the beneficial effects of probiotics. As they go about their cellular business, bacteria produce, among other things, hydrogen peroxide, and this might protect us from salmonella and other pathogenic bacteria or yeasts that might just be hanging around the neighborhood looking for trouble. Short-chain fatty acids are also byproducts of bacterial metabolism. One of these, acetic acid, is the substance that gives vinegar its distinctive tang. And this may be one of the ways that a healthy microbiome can promote a healthy body weight. When you have more beneficial bacteria, they produce more acetic acid, which helps to regulate your blood sugar and also gives your metabolism a modest boost. Butyric acid is another short-chain fatty acid produced by those gut bacteria, and it helps promote colon health by providing an energy source for colon cells. Other postbiotic compounds include beta-glucans, certain vitamins, various enzymes, and even fragments of cell walls that activate the host's immune system. So how can postbiotics be used to improve health? 
Well, we still have a long way to go to understanding how our microbiota influence our health and conversely, how we can influence our microbiota. But understanding more about these postbiotic compounds may end up being a big part of that picture. For example, they may make it easier for us to assess the health of our microbiome and to see how it's responding to our interventions. So instead of having to count and catalog every strain of bacteria present in a subject's gut, many of which aren't really doing anything one way or the other, it might be simpler and more direct just to measure the presence of these active compounds. There are even some scientists trying to develop a sort of smart toilet paper that would make that easier to do. Postbiotics might have direct therapeutic potential as well. So instead of trying to alter the makeup of our intestinal population with food, supplements, or even fecal transplants, we might be able to just administer those postbiotic compounds directly. Perhaps they'd be useful, for example, when patients require antibiotics or other microbiome-disrupting therapies. Postbiotic compounds are being studied for their anti-inflammatory, immune-modulating, cardioprotective, and anti-cancer effects. And researchers are also looking at the use of postbiotics to reduce inflammation and so-called leaky gut syndrome, and even to improve athletic performance. Now, one advantage of using postbiotics instead of prebiotics is that it doesn't require introducing live bacteria into the system. And that could be helpful for immune deficient or compromised patients that might not be able to take live probiotic bacteria. And also, because postbiotics don't require that the live bacteria be present in order to be effective, they're also a lot easier to manufacture and store. So by this point, you might be wondering how to get more postbiotics into your system. Well, there are some foods that already contain some of those postbiotic compounds. Vinegar, as I mentioned before, is a source of acetic acid. Butter and cheese contain butyric acid. And including these foods in your diet, in moderation of course, can supplement what's being produced by your gut flora. We may also soon see functional foods that have been fortified or enriched with postbiotic compounds in order to boost their beneficial effects. One example, infant formulas that are fermented with lactic acid-producing bacteria could be a source of postbiotic compounds without actually containing those live bacteria. Such formulas have already been found in early research to reduce symptoms of food allergy in susceptible infants. But for now, I think your best bet may be to continue to consume those pre- and probiotic foods on a regular basis, which will help keep your microbiome robust and healthy. Thanks to Max for this great question about postbiotics. And if you have a question or a suggestion for a future episode, you can send it to me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or call the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206. You'll find a transcript for today's show along with links to the latest research on postbiotics if you'd like to explore that further, as well as links to a lot of related Nutrition Diva episodes on our website at quickanddirtytips.com. Hey, if you enjoy the Nutrition Diva podcast, I'd love it if you'd give it a review or a rating in your favorite podcast app, or even just share it with a friend. And please also check out the other Quick and Dirty Tips podcasts, including Get Fit Guy, Savvy Psychologist, and Modern Mentor. And finally, 
please also check out my new podcast with Brock Armstrong. It's called The Change Academy. And Brock and I talk all about the art and science of creating positive behavior change. You'll find all of those podcasts wherever you listen. And now have a great week and remember to eat something good for me.